Hello everybody, how are you today, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Monday we have Hope and Faith Journey, where we talk about the struggles, the challenges that we go through, and we find encouragement and hope for healing. Well, as you may know, October is designated as Domestic Violence Awareness Month, And as a survivor, an overcomer, and now an advocate, I love to talk about my experience when there is an opportunity for listeners to overcome their challenges in the same areas. During October, my Monday episodes will be Abuse Survivor Series, full of lessons that I've learned through my experiences. Last week, I briefly gave my testimony of a life of abuse and how the Lord delivered me. If he delivered me, then he can deliver you. Well, today's episode title is Recovery Journey. Since I have experienced and studied abuse, I feel qualified to speak about this serious matter. First of all, what is domestic violence? The Department of Justice defines domestic violence as this. A pattern of abusive behavior in any relationship that is used by one partner to gain or maintain power and control over another intimate partner. Hmm. There are several types of domestic violence. Some of the most common abuses would fall into these categories. And you know, most people are familiar with physical abuse, but there are other types of abuse as well. Sexual, emotional, economic, usually when the abuser has control of the finances. Psychological, such as causing fear through intimidation or threats. Domestic violence can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter what your age, race, religion, financial status, or your social status is. You can fall into domestic violence. It can affect the whole family co-workers, and the entire community. And thankfully, uh, nowadays, they're starting to notice the effects it has in the workplace, and they are making more and more provisions. Repeated violence in the home teaches children that it's a normal life pattern. And it may teach them uh, that they are not worthy. Well, some Typical red flags may be these. A very common, often used tactic is to isolate that person from friends and family so then they can gain control over them. To display jealousy when their partner is spending time away from them with anyone. Insults, put-downs, shaming, accusations. They seek control, insisting on controlling the money and in making decisions saying or doing things to scare their partner, destroying personal property, threatening or actually hurting the family pet, causing this partner to be deprived of sleep, monitoring their their partner's calls, emails, stalking them, cheating on their partner or threatening to do so, and gaslighting. Are you experiencing any of those? Think about it. You might be in a domestic violence situation. In My Dear Rosa Jean, I share a truthful fiction about a woman's life of abuse. Starting with childhood, she eases into domestic violence 
and she suffers some of the red flags that are described here and she overcomes. She walks out of it and overcomes. I encourage you to read My Dear Rosa Jean and it will help you to answer some of the age-old questions. Why does she stay? How can she get over it? And so many more questions. You can find helpful information and resources at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. Unfortunately, many children are involved in child abuse or are living in domestic violence or a toxic environment. And, and they see and hear way more than they need to. They may grow up believing this as a normal home life. We do them no favors by keeping them exposed in a dysfunctional home. How can a person hope to recover from abuse? It seems everything in life is a process. Overcoming is a process. Even working out our salvation, our Christian walk, is a work in process. I'm a work in process. How about you? But God, God is there. In my testimony, I shared that at the bottom of my pit of despair, I called upon the Lord for forgiveness, for rescue, for salvation. And here's scripture that defines that battle like a summary of my own story. I want you to turn to Psalm 40 verses 2 and 3 and look at it later. Look at different translations of it. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and have reverential fear and respect for God and shall trust in the Lord. The Lord did forgive me. He turned for turning my back on him for my sinful life. He rescued me and he saved me. It was by the grace through Jesus Christ that caused me to escape that life-threatening situation. He did provide a means of escape and I am forever grateful. That's why I share my testimony. That's why I share about abuse to you. When we face any challenges, we can look at the past where God has rescued us before and, and then we know that he will rescue us again. We can build our faith on that. Just look at the story of David and Goliath. Why did David feel that he could slay the giant with a, merely a slingshot? Well, it was because he had seen already time and time again how the Lord had delivered him while he was a shepherd against the lion or the bear. God had delivered him before, so he knew that God would deliver him again. For me, and maybe for some of you, the first pain is to feel alone and unloved. In Jeremiah 31, verses 3 through 4, though, we know that God is with us. It says, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Well, maybe this abuse you suffered isn't physical or even involving an intimate partner. So you may not realize that you are facing abuse. It could be someone you deal with in the family or someone at the workplace on a regular basis. And that person or person's treatment is disrespectful. They are mean-spirited, slanderous, manipulative, and malicious. Well, a new song rises up. I have a whole chapter 
talking about the toxic environment, toxic people. Because when I walked into, into a toxic environment, it didn't look like domestic violence. It didn't look like child abuse. And I didn't realize that I was allowing people to abuse me again. So it's a great learning experience I want to share with you. When a person is subjected to abuse of any kind for a period of time, it can affect their feelings, beliefs in themselves, their emotions, even their opinion of themselves. Some negative tendencies may be a result of this maltreatment, a sense of unworthiness, that you're not enough, that you're unlovable, lacking trust in yourself and others, a disconnect with emotions, dissociating, or have uncontrolled emotions. All I saw was screaming. So for a while, that's what I thought I was supposed to do when upset. They may be overwhelmed with sadness or depression, feel unloved and helpless, have low self-confidence or low self-esteem, angry, stressed, anxious. When we accumulate negative thoughts about ourselves, it affects areas of our lives. We tamp it down, but it does come out and not in ways that we want it to. For example, if we lack confidence, we will be less likely to ap apply for that better job, the promotion. And that stress does affect our health. Does any of this apply to you? If so, please know that you are likely in the midst of spiritual warfare. I speak about spiritual warfare and a new song rises up and and also in the introduction of my new, newest book, Stand With Your Armor On, just in the introduction part. And then I have five fictional stories, but one of those stories addresses the legacy of abuse, asking what will be your legacy? So I sincerely believe that with God, all things are possible. I believe the Bible is the living word of God. And I believe all scriptures are inspired by God. God breathed. In his word, God tells us that he loves us. Do you believe it? Do you believe that God loves you? God loves each one of us and he wants the best for us. And he can do anything. But he gives us free will. We have to ask him. We have to turn to him. We have to have the heart condition. The, the humble heart condition to come to him do we believe that god can solve our problems help us with our problems john three sixteen, for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life he sacrificed his only son for our sakes and then jesus says in john 14 6 I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Well, that's the salvation message. Do you believe it? If you do believe it, tell the Lord. Make a commitment and develop a relationship with him. Coming to Jesus is a personal decision. I encourage you to profess your belief directly to the Lord. You don't have to go through other people. You don't have to have them pray for you. You can pray to the Lord. Telling him that you believe, that you believe that Jesus died on, is the Son of God. He died on the cross to, 
for your sins. He arose in three days. Choose to walk away from your sinful life. Repent and pledge to serve Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm. I encourage you to pray often. Study the Word of God. And then you will have a deeper and deeper relationship with Jesus. In this day and time, I encourage you to study Ephesians 6, to put on the full armor of God so we can be prepared for spiritual warfare, enabling us to fight off the demons in this world, to have a successful outcome in the spiritual battles that are chasing after us. Trials will come, but you're not alone, and Jesus has already overcome. We know the end of the story. The Lord is with us. The grace of God teaches us and empowers us to say no to those mean, ugly, evil, and sinful things of the past. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, we are promised that God is faithful. He will not let us be tempted more than we can bear. And with, when we are tempted, he will also provide a way so that we can escape or endure it. So he is with us. He has made provision for us. In application of our, for our lives, we can say that our experiences, both big and small, where God has brought us out of them, we can hold gratitude, thankfulness, rather than self-pity. You know, you can't be grateful and have a pity party at the same time. It's not possible. We can have all faith, just like faith. We can't have fear and faith at the same time. We are constantly choosing. Choose faith. Choose gratitude. And trust in the Lord. Oh, he will always deliver us in future challenges. We can lean on these verses. Here's some verses for you to write down. Hebrews 13, 5. Jesus will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Psalm 46, 1. We find that God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He is... He is concerned with our troubles nothing is too big for him to handle and nothing is too small and insignificant for him to handle after all he does know the number of hairs on our head okay deuteronomy 31 6 be strong and of good courage fear not nor be afraid for the lord our god he is with us he will not fail us nor forsake us with any situation in faith we can hope continually there is amazing power and praise for our Creator. We can choose to have trust and hope in the Lord, and He will bless us. Finally, we can pray for deliverance. And here's a verse that I love. Uh, and it was through this verse that I prayed continually when I had back trouble and recently when I had a pinched nerve. Jeremiah 17, 14. Say this. Pray this and believe it. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. All of this is addressed in my brochure, Hope for Your Future, where I give my recipe for overcoming five ingredients. And if you have an interest, ask for this brochure through my website contact page. Hope for Your Future that contains my recipe for overcoming any challenges in life. When hard times come, when we're struggling, when we can change our focus and turn to God, He is our strength and refuge 
in times of trouble. Um, another favorite verse of mine is Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I have that to song, but I'm not going to sing it for you. <laughs> you might not appreciate it. But the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. My prayers conclude, Lord, please open doors that you want me to walk through. Bring into my life those that you want and slam shut the doors that you do not want me to walk through and keep far from me those who seek to be mean-spirited, abusive, or harmful. If you've not yet made your decision to turn to the Lord, or you're not a believer, or you have no idea about your eternal future, I urge you to pray. Pray with a humble, contrite heart. Walk away from your sinful life. Repent of it. Believe in Jesus, that he died on the cross to save you for your sins, that he arose in three days, and accept him as your Lord and Savior. And be thankful that you're redeemed through the blood of Jesus. Once you're a believer, you are never alone. You were once a victim, but be encouraged you're becoming an overcomer as a loved child of God. If you were the, if you were the abuser or toxic person, be encouraged that God does forgive and he sees your heart. If you've repented and walked away, his mercy and forgiveness is with you. With God on your side, you can respond to any situation with love and inner joy, peace, patience, and self-control. When we turn to God in prayer, praise, patient faith, and pursue peace, amazing things can happen. Miracles can happen when we believe. Well, let me end with this. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I want to thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday's episode is would be Sword of the Spirit. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner. I invite you to go to my website, share your comments, suggestions, any feedback is always appreciated. And that website is KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go there, you'll see my books, blogs, podcasts, and even some material, resource material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.